Hey y'all, we are Back to the Basket, a weekly NBA podcast where we discuss the, the best league on both sides of the Mississippi. I'm your host, Wahaj, and with me today, like every week, it's Kevin, a.k.a. Lil Kev. Hello, world. And Richard, a.k.a. Richie Rich, a.k.a. Yips Consultant Still. St. Lawrence is also a river. Now moving to Orlando, right? Yeah. Yeah. To get us the, the proper coverage yeah. that we deserve and need. Yeah, I'm, I'm not like Kuzma, I'm happy to go to the Magic. <laughs> I'm sorry, there's been a disclosure agreement. Uh, <laughs> we cannot talk about Markel Fultz. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It, it is tampering. tampering. Everything I, is tampering. Now. Everything is everything tampering. Everything is tampering. Well, I don't know what the proper guidelines are, but I don't think NBA knows either. So yeah. We're right there with it. So NBA's back, and we're back. Thank you for sticking with us, and if you're new, welcome to our podcast. We talk about basketball, sometimes we goof, we gaff, but it's always a riot. Yeah. So we're going to start off with our favorite segment, over to Richard. So we're going to start with what's weird, our breakdown of the greatest in terms of oddities in an increasingly TMZ-type league. Uh, first off, we have the ongoing future potential Knicks saga of Kyrie and KD hanging out constantly in the uh, All-Star weekend. They're just pals. Let them be pals, man. They're, they're just pals. You're talking about two future Knickerbockers here. Yeah. Are you that sure? Uh, am I that sure that the sky is blue? Wow. Yeah. That's, a, that's sure. a pretty so, hard take. So is the Knicks jersey. It's honestly not even a hot take. It's it's quite it's quite mild at this point. It's uh, it's almost expected. It's not cloudy, this whole situation. Like You don't think that maybe they're playing into the whole media thing and they know that the media is talking about them going to New York, so they're kind of overhyping this and, and kind of playing into the whole narrative? Yeah, I mean, you could say that, but at, at the other end of the spectrum, they, they pretend to be, uh, you know, upset about how everyone's talking about all this. And they literally hold the key in their hands to uh, to shutting everybody up. Literally, Kyrie, all you have to say is, I'm going to stay, or I'm going to go. Everyone will shut up, or, you know... He did say that technically in the offseason, but <laughs> since then it's all been cricket, so we he, haven't heard well, anything. Well, yeah, he, he said, you know, I don't know anybody shit. He's retracted then, that statement. Yeah, like, here's the thing. This is my, my take on the, on the KD side of it is like, this was a couple of years ago, and he's probably matured as a man. They, they always say they've matured as men when they sign in a new city. Um, is that he, like, hid in his hotel room after announcing he was gold, in Golden State and told his agent, like, you ruined my life. Well, if you don't want that to happen to you again, don't, like, obfuscate where you're going to go. Just like what Kevin is saying. Just right. tell people where you're going. Like, uh, Well, KD brings this upon himself as well, not just Kyrie. Like you said, he signs one plus one year deals, which always, you know, leads to the question, what's, what are you going to do this offseason, right? And he said, I'm going to go to wherever offers me the most uh, money at some point as well. And I, I feel that, you know... The Knicks with their with their max space available, two max slots, they can offer them quite a bit. You know what? Honestly, people are saying it's the media's fault. Some people are saying it's Kevin Durant and Kyrie's fault. I'm going to give you a different take. I'm going to say it's the New York Knickerbockers' fault. Okay, they uh. first of all created two max <laughs> slots. It's your fault. Second of all, you should come out and say no free agent has ever gone to New York. So Steve Mills or whoever's in charge should come out and say, hey, nobody comes to play in New York. Why would they come? Shut it all down. If New York Knicks shut the whole thing down, this is not going to be a problem at all. But you know what? Though they they want in on this too because their ticketing department released like their their promotional material for their new season. Who is on it? 
Mitchell Robinson. No, <laughs> no a, that's not the important part. Okay. Oh, there's a certain guy in the background. Kyrie Irving and Katie are on are on the promo material. Uh, there's one parcel tongue speaking guy in the, in the background of that picture. Parcel tongue. <laughs> Harry Potter references. Yeah, there this is well, nice. we go deep. We go deep. Okay. So he's gonna join Slytherin now, right? For sure. Join yeah. House Slytherin. Yeah. yeah. Why not? AKA Team Dolan. <laughs> He's selling it apparently. Another, no, another no, weird stock and, and no. Wait, let's let's cut the Bill Simmons talk here. <laughs> well, no, it, it was actually reported that By he Bill was Simmons. Bill Simmons, and then other reporters corroborated. But then again, I don't know how much of that is true. No, the these Knicks- rumors have been coming up though. Like it's not the first time somebody's talked about the Knicks being sold. So I don't That's know. True. That's a whole topic on its own. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say my angle on this is that this is the same thing of when someone leaks like. Uh, rival executives say rival executives yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. it literally just means like yeah. some salty dude in an airport bar told you this right yeah uh, the credibility might be questioned a little bit but in the end what are the probability of both of them ending up in New York next I question everything Bill Simmons says for one uh, secondly probability I think very high I think those two guys really um, have They've been planning this. I, I just have a feeling. Well, and we also talked about this briefly in the summer. Like, if he goes, if if Katie goes to New York, and and is mild, even mildly successful. Like, I mean, at least, at least a finals appearance. And he's like, redeemed a god. Yeah, he's a god, right? Like, he's not only that. His agent, Rich Kleiman, he's who's been talked about before as you know wanting to run the Knicks. This is his foot in the door. Uh, look, look at the Lakers. Uh, their their general manager is is Rob Polinka, who is uh, famously known for being Kobe's agent. So the, the you know that that could be the next step for Rich Kleiman is you know start off as get the the star power in New York, have KD build something there, and become the the GM and recruit more, build around KD. I think if these two players leave their teams, respective teams, they could very well resign. It could happen. But if they leave, they're going to play together. Like, that's going to happen. I think from everything that we're coming across, it's way too many coincidences for this to not be anything. Or I don't think there's no story here. I think there's something here. And when they tap into it a little bit more, Kaidi and Kerry, they keep getting more pissed off about the whole thing. So that makes me think that maybe... You know they're having some conversations about it, even though it's not fully developed yet. If I was, if I was someone who wanted, you know, if I was like Kyrie's friend on the Celtics and I wanted him to stay, honestly, the thing I would tell him is like, you're having all these issues, you know, trying to assert yourself as a number one. You really think if you go to New York, you're going to be the number one to KD? Kyrie has no friends. Curry has a mom mentality, <laughs> he has no friends. That's true. That's true. Yeah. But so I don't think just... he has any friends on, on on the Celtic team because every everybody else is singing a different tune than Kyrie. Is yeah. Kyrie's throwing everybody on the bus at this yeah. point? Like he he's name dropping. So I don't know how much he really wants to be here because this is a dumpster fire. Uh, quoting uh, uh, Alan Gentry over here. Yeah, but I, you know this is just like food for thought. If if uh, Kyrie and Katie do go to New York. You know, it's going to be a Batman and Robin thing all over again, and I don't think Kyrie realizes that. I love it, man. You just said dumpster fire, talking about the Celtics. This is amazing. I mean, the chemistry is definitely a dumpster fire. (laughs) They they might be playing. I can't say I didn't tell you so. We're not not having fun. No one's having fun. Kyrie especially (laughs) isn't having any fun. Okay, this is my other weird thing, and and, uh, you'll have to bear with me. So, 
Sharif O'Neal. This is a, a clip I saw at the end of the towards the end of All Star Weekend. You know, it's the you know the the post game hullabaloo of everyone greeting everyone, and you know, scoring scoring title legend Kareem Abdul Jabbar and Lakers legend goes up to Sharif O'Neal and and there's a clip of them him saying you know if you ever want to talk about offense or like you want me to teach you some moves give me a call and I'll you know and I'll teach you. You know, and then Sharif does that thing that we all do whenever an old person talks to you at a party. Yeah. You're kind of just like, sure, sure, I'll yeah, do that, yeah, I'll do that. You know, sure, my, yeah. my dad's helping me. And I'm kind of just like, who is the person with the scoring title? I don't know. To me, it's weird. Yeah, that's... Yeah. I mean, I, I'm sure they've they've talked before, but yeah, it is a little weird. You, there's, there's people you turn down, and then there's Kareem Abdul-Jabbar that is offering to train you. That, that, that's one thing that you don't really pass up on. His dad is Shaq. Like, I mean, Apple doesn't fall far from the tree. So why does he need to go ask for Kareem? I mean, no offense. No, Kareem yeah. is a god yeah. when it comes to the NBA and basketball. Uh, everything included, I, I don't think it's that weird. Maybe Shaq was like, hey, dude, come to me for help. Don't go to... I'm the greatest I'm, thing. I'm no, the greatest <laughs> no, that's probably what happened. It's probably Shaq would just beat up his kid. In, in a joking You went to another big man to learn? <laughs> I'm the greatest. <laughs> Go to Dwight Howard. Really. <laughs> yeah, Dwight. Dwight will teach you how to run, <laughs> kick, and roll. Dwight's coming back, so you know the the the, the butt cheeks are fine. No, oh, the butt cheeks are okay. You, you sure? Seven foot. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going down the I'm, Dwight rabbit hole. Yeah, I'm not. It's I'm too not much. finishing that. You don't want That's... to get to the bottom of that. No. Jokes are gonna keep on okay, rolling. Okay, okay, all right. And now, and now, this is a sort of a what's weird transitioning into into another discussion we kind of want to have is that you know there were no real basketball games yesterday. The only real thing was NCAA. Uh, was it uh, U- USC, UNC versus Duke? UNC versus Duke. 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 Two thousand dollars tickets. Yeah, you know, way more than what the players are making, which is zero. Um, yeah. And we're not going down that route. Technically. <laughs> Uh, yeah, technically. Yeah. <laughs> wink, wink. Yeah. Uh, you know, future number one draft pick, Zion, takes to the floor in a pair of uh, PGs. He's too thick, P- man. PG 2.5. Yeah. Thick with two Cs. Oh, real yeah. thick. Real thick. Take, takes the floor with some PG 2.5s, and they just blow up on him. And now now he's, uh, I guess he's day-to-day with a grade grade one. Yeah, grade one, um, right knee sprain according to Shams Charania uh, but you know like were, were you guys surprised to see this how did, how did you guys feel like like we've seen shoes seen fall off in games before I don't think I've ever but seen completely like, tore off your foot like that, that. I don't know what's what's your take from all this like there's two sides of this whether shut it down keep playing so which side do you guys fall on he's marked he's marked day to day and I, I think he can He'll probably be back soon. I, I don't think it's that serious. Mm. I wouldn't shut it down. I I don't... Th- I think he's actually good because the, the thing that's changing it for me is that a lot of players are publicly announcing that he should just, like, see, not... Let me not tell you why he shouldn't shut it down. It's February 21st today, which means we are eight days away from March Madness. So it's gonna be it's gonna be a wild one. I think you know people are gonna want to see Zion as all these people are paying all this money to to see Zion. I, I think you know with his uh, minor injury, I think they're gonna put him back in and 
probably go for the NCAA title. I think if it wasn't this like visibly strange in terms of the shoe exploding, I don't think anyone would be making a fuss. Yeah, oh yeah. Nike stock went down 1%. Well, yeah, a lot of... I, I The strangest thing from this is that a lot of people are just going to get fired. Like... <laughs> Yeah, a lot of sweatshop workers. <laughs> whoa, really, uh, whoa. Really, really uh, feeling, dark turn. Yeah, gonna, really feeling gonna, for their whoa. job security. I'm going to back, back out of that one. And, uh, <laughs> I think that's it. You know who can't back out of the job? The sweatshop workers. Yeah, that's true. There's, there's, Ouch. Yeah. I had to double down on that. Yeah, we, but we you know what? Up. Before we move on, I'm just going to say this. Like, it, it's a whole other debate now. Like, the, the age was lowered from 19 to 18. Yeah. Um, that's always key. And then the NCAA wanting Zion to come back is more of a product thing than the player. Like, they don't have player interest in mind because they don't care about it because they're not getting paid. So you're putting the product out just to make more money. And I think that's what Kevin's referring to is that for March Madness, it's really important that Zion plays because it's going to bring in more money. Oh, yeah. But the player's not making anything. So that's why the NBA players are saying shut it down because it doesn't benefit Zion in any way. Yeah. That's that's it's my true. Problem. It's true. He doesn't need to showcase anything else. He could be the number one. He's pick. the number one pick. Like He's no doubt, unanimously. Yeah, right. Hundred oh, percent. Every single draft board. Like Steph in 2016, unanimous. <laughs> I thought you were talking about Steph's draft. I'm like, bro. I think he went like seven. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna Did say he, like there are a bunch he, of Johnny Flynn. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Johnny <laughs> Flynn. Johnny Flynn. This is like a <laughs> Rubio, right? Johnny Flynn Rubio. Sorry. I believe this is probably the 20th time we've mentioned that on, on this pod. It's our, it's yeah. Johnny Flynn gets a lot of love. It's, yeah. Our, yeah. Fa- it's our favorite factoid aside from which team ring. Wherever you are, Johnny Flynn, if you're listening, <laughs> we would love to have Johnny Flynn on the pod. By the yeah, way. friend of the show, Johnny. <laughs> friend of the show. <laughs> and Marquise Chris. <laughs> My wife's favorite player. <laughs> That's yeah. an inside joke, yeah, sorry. You watch out. Uh, watch out. <laughs> Phoenix, Phoenix, do we have any more stories or any more weird uh, happenings from the last week or so? Let me just mention the name Anthony Davis and Rich Paul and leave it there. That's that, that. no, yeah, no. Th- this is this is the thing. Anthony Davis is going to be p- appearing on the show The Shop, which is a uh, product of LeBron's Un- uninterrupted, yeah, Maverick Carded uh, production company, which is basically tampering. Like, I guess I can just call it tampering, right? Like, he's well, no, you're allowed to hang out with who you want to hang out with and appear on whatever show you want to hang out with. But when you, like, make an Instagram post of, like, I'm, I can't believe I'm in a room with these guys. Yeah. I mean, come on. LeBron's never going to get the slap on the wrist. And even if he does, it's it'll be exactly that. It'll be a slap on the wrist. It's not going to ever change. I mean, come on. That's NBA's golden boy. Yeah, no, I don't think anything's going to change. Nothing's going to come of this. I think NBA really has a double standard when it comes to these things. Like, they're reprimanding the Pelicans for sitting him, but you're not going to reprimand... Which, which, no, which no team... Like, the San Antonio was not fined. Was, uh, well, was Kawhi, Kawhi was injured. Saying, yeah. Not San Antonio. San Antonio was saying that he's available to play, yeah. but then you get a second Kawhi opinion. Kawhi was saying he was injured. So. But it's a bad look for the league when Anthony Davis gets injured, then goes to the All-Star game and plays. Like I don't think that's a good look in any in any scenario. I mean, like Memphis didn't get, have to pay a fine for not playing Chandler Parsons. He's back in the rotation. That's I'm a kidding. Little, a little bit of <laughs> Me- yeah, Memphis is fine is twenty five million dollars <laughs> every year. <laughs> every year for not playing. <laughs> Mark Cuban's feeling himself right now. He's pretty good because yeah, he got Doncic and Kristaps too. That's yeah, there you go. Pretty yeah, good deal. Got, yeah, got a, he also offloaded uh, Harrison Barnes. Uh, Sauce. Who is uh, 
I don't know if I'm not going to call him Mini Chandler. He's his contract is pretty bad though. How about Maga Chandler Parsons? Oh. <laughs> no, Gordon Hayward. <laughs> oh, I knew it. Can you go one pod without mentioning his name? You made it like 20 minutes. It was pretty good. It's a good run. I'm just yeah. trying to make okay. Them. Okay, I think that's. Uh... That's a wrap. Yeah, transition. To We're going to go to our... Um, I don't think we've done this segment more than once. No. But it is called... We're talking about... We're talking about... And we're talking about... But we're talking about... We're talking about... We're talking about... And we're talking about... What are we talking about? We're talking about... We're talking about... We're talking about... We pay an homage to the great Allen Iverson. We're going to talk greatest about... Greatest NBA interview. It really was. I mean, Kevin Durant might, might take that okay. uh, torch sometime yeah. soon. Yeah. Uh, he doesn't like the media that much. No. So we're going to talk about our ten top ten quotes from players or media personalities so far, and there's been some interesting ones and some funny ones too. So let's go down that list. On number one, we have Fred Katz from the Athletic Washington saying, "Technically, it's Thon's parents who are Thon makers." Uh, <laughs> I mean, if you get, there's nothing else to report in Washington. So yeah, well, Ooh. <laughs> Bradley Beal's recruiting. There you go. That he gets a fine. Also, Thon Maker is on the on the Pistons now, so so he is Gone Maker. He is Gone Maker. Gone. <laughs> I was just lobbing it up for him. Really, <laughs> the second quote came from the whole AD saga. Kyle Kuzma on avoiding trade rumors. Maybe I should bird box. I mean, he does on defense. Oh, <laughs> shots fired! Is he LeBron or what? <laughs> I, I guess he's, he's for playing for the best. Yeah, this is the player development that they had in mind. Yeah. The third quote comes from the All Star Weekend: Nikola Jokic on the hardest part of the All Star Skills Challenge, running. Oh, that's my the God. entire quote. There you go. Yeah, conditioning was never an issue with Jokic, was it? No, no. I don't no. think we've heard that before. He's really embracing the meme, which is good, right? We like when players do that. Absolutely. Um, also, Giannis Antetokounmpo asked LeBron James after he took Anthony Davis in the All-Star draft. Isn't that tampering? <laughs> That's, I mean... Yeah, man, that was good. That his, was his live team? TV. What a zing by... What, what, what was it? He's always on IG Live, right? What does he say? Oh, oh the ring. The bell? Oh, 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 man, don't even talk about that. That's uh, X-rated, that door. That, that freaking bell. Isn't tampering is. X-rated? Not uh, for magic. Oh, magic. not for Adam Silver though. Not for no. Adam Silver. Not for Adam Silver. <laughs> he thinks it's PG. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh oh my god. Should we move on, or do we have something to say about tampering? No. Was Giannis just like? I mean, he was right. That his, right on the money there. LeBron's team was every free agent. Yeah, what's the, the, the trade was kind of weird too. I don't know. I didn't get like that. Ben Simmons for uh, Russell. yeah the whole the whole clutch sports man. You should, you should you should know this. Nice. Oh, also, also, Giannis is a troll. Like he wanted Embiid and Russell on the same team. Also, Ben Simmons wanted to work out with Magic too. That was another freaking weird yeah. thing that came out of this, and yeah. they had to shut it down. Elton Brand's like, they asked a month ago, but we had to shut it down real quick. Yeah, well, it, it, it was weird. Oh man, I'm still still with the the Sixers insider. It was arranged by a an, uh, by an executive in player development to that they they really should. Yeah, like I mean, they should meet because the, their play styles are so similar. One of the biggest play, uh, player. Why don't you go to LeBron? Doesn't he the same mold? Uh, ben Simmons plays defense. Oh, oh. <laughs> turnovers are the same though. Free throw No, no. He's shooting threes. Oh, he is shooting threes. Man. Oh, All right, those, are, those okay. are just really long layups. Uh, I'm gonna move on to the next quote, <laughs> okay. which comes from Spencer Dinwiddie. Yes, my my man. 
If I had two threes in a row, I feel like Steph. I had a couple threes. Boy, I tell you, I feel like I was six foot three and light skin. I wasn't about to stop shooting after that. <laughs> I just love that quote. That was it's, awesome. really that was good. good. It's, uh, Spencer has a, you know, he's a, he could be a good broadcaster. Hashtag like six Green. three and light skin. Yeah. Spencer, Spencer Dinwiddie is like... He's very well spoken. And light skin. Yeah. <laughs> Only when he's shooting well. <laughs> I can't touch any of this. I'm just leaving that there. Um, the next quote comes from Russell Westbrook, who's always good in front of the microphone. He's always uh, he executes, enigmatic. He executes well. Yeah. He's, got great, he's got great execution. <laughs> That's a throwback. Russell Westbrook on his defensive rebounding mindset. Stat padding. <laughs> Embrace That's the it. meme, man. Yeah. Embrace the Do meme. Do it. I always say that. what you hate. Joel Embiid, after the Sixers beat Minnesota Timberwolves, it was an honor to be a part of the third stringers and get a win against real NBA starters. Oh, man. I had to. Uh, th- this was too good. Yeah. Hulu Even, has a lot of sports. <laughs> That's, you the quote of the, that's the quote of the NBA. Is that a new sponsor, Rich? <laughs> Sponsored by Hulu has now the, now has live sports. That is the that is the best quote out of all this, probably. Yeah, I'm actually dying. Oh yeah. my god, he that, changed that his name was... from the process. <laughs> Do you see that commercial? The kid walks up to him. Joel, why did you name, change your name from the process? <laughs> for I did it for the money. <laughs> Oh, I love Jerome, I love man. this. I love this league. Uh, d- oh, next quote comes from David Fisdale when asked whether Enos Cantor would be a distraction. What are we going to do? Lose more games? <laughs> <laughs> the, that's when you should just play the, the, the GTA Wasted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the slow-mo. <laughs> the slow-motion zoom-in of, of Enos like, smiling or whatever. Wasted. <laughs> Fisdale should really get the thug life on this yeah. one. <laughs> yeah, thug, thug life. <laughs> Take that for data. Uh, and the last quote comes from Marcus Strokeman. He um, tweeted, Carmelo Anthony was on the Bulls roster from January 22nd to February 1st. He was fifth on the team in net rating at 0.0. <laughs> Sorry, Carmelo. <laughs> Not on an NBA roster currently, but we hope that we see him sometime soon. They'll give him the, they'll give him the honorary... Uh... Will he be a Laker? The honorary Lakers fun. Honestly, I have I have one more qu- NBA quotable. All right, okay. bring it up, man. All right. Uh, now, this one here. This one comes from uh, Mayberry, who is a verified blue check mark reporter. So he says, I was just standing next to Wesley Johnson as he rubbed lotion over his torso and joked about smelling good for his wife when he got home. This business is insane. He and his family's lives changed that fast. <laughs> like... What is this? No, no. You see, so here's the thing. The NBA knows that, that you know, 16-year-old dudes with nothing to do on the internet, like, go crazy over these weird tweets. Man. And not just 16-year-old dudes. Anyone who's into basketball media right now will eat this shit up. Yeah, <laughs> they love it. And this is spreading. Like, yeah. my friend would, would send, sends me NHL tweets, which are, like, almost entirely more boring. But they're trying. They're trying to do the same, like, like meme tweets. Moisturizing is important, man. That's all. Wesley Johnson, keep it up. Yeah, you got to get that lotion in wintertime. Smell oh, good for your wife. For sure. Yeah, Why not? even if you're being traded, smell good for your wife. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, yeah. hey, I smell great, but we've been traded. Where did, where did he end up? He's got good noise? news and bad news. Hey, honey, you got, hey, honey, you got really soft hands. After he got traded to the Guangdong Tigers. I'm joking. I don't why know where why he is he traded. moisturizing his hands? He doesn't get any playing time. Ah. He ain't touching that ball. Oh shit! Shots fired. Soft yeah. hands. Unlike Wesley Johnson. <laughs> 
<laughs> no shots, no shots. Only broken ankles. <laughs> oh, man. No. He, he should have been traded at that time when he got his ankles broken. Oh, dude. Daryl Morey was like, that's enough. That's enough. I've seen enough. Okay. All right. Mailbag. We do have a mailbag for you guys. We've got Mikey's, a couple questions. Mikey's mailbag. Mikey's mailbag. Shout out to the greatest producer we know. Um, thank you, listeners, again. I mean, we're getting more questions now, so I'm guessing we're reaching more people, and we appreciate it. So please tell a friend to tell a friend. We will always answer your questions, no matter how many, and we will get to them sometime if we don't get to them this week. And Come if on. you are shy, we will make up a fake name for you. Wow. No, we won't do that. No, we won't. We're not Katie's burner account. Yeah. <laughs> Find a new slant. I'm sorry. <laughs> Wrong size caller, man. <laughs> the first question comes from JP from Denver, Colorado. Well, He asks, I like the concept of putting a gold tab on the back of NBA team jerseys that notates how many teams at a time has won a championship. But I think it would be better if they tweaked it just a little bit. What if instead they put a tab only on the jersey of the player who has won a title? It doesn't seem right that... X number of players should get to wear that tab on any jersey, the team that they weren't on, then won the title 20 years ago. What are your thoughts? No, we celebrate history. I, I, think that's, I think that's what it's about. So it's more about the team than the player itself. Yeah, you got to yeah. represent the team. When you're putting on that team jersey, you're, you're putting on the entire team's history. You're putting that team on your back, literally. You know what I mean? you got to carry that team, represent it. And if that team's won championships... Sure, you so Melo represented Chicago Bulls for like 30 seconds and the Hawks, right? He's like, an Atlanta Hawk legend. He yeah. really is. And that's the, the beauty of Carmelo Anthony's tenure in those teams is that he was there so briefly. He was wearing that gold tab. He yeah. was. Yeah. He, he was second in jersey sales only to Jeremy Lin. Also, also what was that? That was a, a an Isaiah Thomas tweet that Gobert retweeted, right? Of all the championships that the Celtics won? Do you guys know Yes, that? probably. I remember this. Yeah. Wigley. Yeah. Yeah, and that's the that's that's the same thing. If you're gonna like, like you take on you take on that that culture to boast about, right? Like that's why you know LeBron. Well, there are reasons LeBron went to the Lakers, but you know it's it's celebrating the history of the league, which we are all about. You know, you just watch you watch the All Star Game, right? It the reason the thing that makes the NBA so different from any other league is that the the legends are there celebrating it, living history. Basically, that's that's my positive spin on it. Right. But uh, Sharif thinks that Kareem is a legend. Yeah. Oh man, that's true. It's true. Shaq's a legend, though. So Shaq is. My dad's a legend. Yeah. <laughs> my dad's the real legend. <laughs> my dad works at Big Baller. My dad bro. works at Sony. <laughs> Sorry. Big Baller, bro. Yeah. Right Big Shaq. This. All right. So our second question comes from Lance in Chicago. He talks about player empowerment. What are your feelings about players not fulfilling their entire contract that they signed? CBA doesn't run out till 23-24, so this isn't going to change anytime soon. Hmm. That's a good one. But, I mean, you know, players should have the the power to, you know, be where they want to be. I mean, I understand that they are obligated to the contract, but you have to also think about it this way. These players are giving these teams kind of a heads up there's, there's like uh bill simmons uh phrased it on his on his podcast this is almost come down to a pre-agency type of ordeal where where players are like you know i'm gonna do right by the team i'm telling you right now a year before my free agency i'm not going to resign so you may as well trade me to to get the most value so the players are yeah they they don't want to fulfill their contract but they also don't want to leave the team behind and with nothing. So it goes both ways, I think. 
the the thing that makes it interesting is that the only time you know you may have to correct me the only time this has come up is for teams that have mismanaged you know or not really mismanaged because Paul George did this also but the, for on teams that players feel haven't lived up to the expectations that uh, were needed for, you know, from them yeah and and the thing I think about is you know this is a any in any industry it's a useful thing like your procrastination or your is not my crisis right like the fact the fact that the the pelicans are in this situation where he might leave because they're not in a position to to win with him isn't really his problem so yeah it's like what you're saying they're doing right by the team by leaving and they should be allowed to because they're giving the best years of their lives to a team that isn't using them so i think his point is something I want to focus on, is that Kevin Durant left without saying anything. Gordon Hayward left Utah without saying anything. And they kind of left him in the dust. Yeah. So is it better to, to say something and get some pieces in return? Because you know you're going to be leaving anyway. Like, right. if your mind's kind of made up, then you should notify the team, and that's the right way to go. Right. Hey, get something in return for me now. Right. Because I'm going to bolt. Because in Anthony Davis's case, he's put together seven years in this uniform, and... Uh, no disrespect to Del Demps, who is not the GM any longer. No, um, he didn't really put a competent roster around him. I mean, Drew Holiday is probably the best player that's played with him. And he's, so, he's there pretty much only for AD. Thank you. He stayed for AD. Seventy-five percent. Well, that's that's a pretty high percentage. <laughs> it was ninety. Not for the money, though, right? Yeah. yeah. It was it ninety? It wasn't for the money. But like my point, it always comes back to the fact that are you in a position to publicly ask for a trade because. Look how this has turned out. As soon as he made Rich Paul made this public, it became a big mess. He came out with the team list of the teams that he wants to be traded to. Four teams were on that list. And apparently, then he came on and said that uh, Boston is actually on my list now after his dad said that he doesn't want to go to Boston. So, I mean, this is all a mess now. Keep it in-house like people do, like Paul George did. Like, uh, who was the guy? Kawhi sat out an entire year that nobody really talks about. We've kind of forgotten about it, but that was kind of nuts for the league. Like a top 10 player is actually sitting out the entire yeah. season, and that hurts the NBA as a product. And then internally arranged a, a trade. Exactly. And it, it, it turns into he said, she said kind of situation where I'm like, I don't know who to believe. Should I believe Kawhi's camp who's saying he's hurt, or should I believe the Spurs who's saying that he's not? So ultimately, I think keep it in-house because that's – Probably the better way to go about this. Because if you make it public, you see what's going on now. The situation became messy. And he was kind of hoping that he was traded by the deadline, which was kind of impossible to do because they have to evaluate all of the options before doing anything. And they have new ownership, which is like... Crazy. Crazy. So ultimately, I'm a big fan of not airing out dirty laundry. But I know social media is such a big part of life now that everything does come out eventually. Well, well then, so then the issue is... Um, the issue is two things, right? It's like, it's one thing to, to make arrangements for your departure, which is, you know, generous to the team. Mm -hmm. And then it's another thing to try and do it publicly to put pressure for Mm -hmm. it to get done. Exactly. So I think that's what Rich Paul's angle was like, Hey, I'm putting pressure on it now before the deadline, which shouldn't be the case. No, you could have easily done this over the summer. Like, why now is the whole weird thing? And now it's backfiring on AD, where he's coming out and saying things like, I'll post a I'll post on Instagram, like, for the fans. Like, fans should actually be hurt by him saying that, because to him, this is an afterthought now. Like, he's like, I'm gone. 
I'm just going to post something on Instagram and bye-bye. Well, the latest thing he posted on Instagram is him uh, in the barbershop with LeBron. So, I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's all out there. And, and Rich Paul is just trying to make it known and trying to get him out there with his other uh, number one client in LeBron James. So I think Paul George handled it really well. He wanted out of Indiana. He, he did it the right way. And he signed with Oklahoma. Yeah. yeah, I think it's it was a class act. He's setting a precedent for yeah. So for players. It, it seems like it seems like we're we're moving into this era of player empowerment, and right now we're just working out the bugs of people doing weird shit with it. Right, because think about it as a team too. Uh, like just any any one of the thirty teams, there's only three ways you can really acquire a player: uh, one through the draft, two through free agency, and three, through trades. So a lot of these teams aren't really in the running when it comes to free agency. You know, I mean, like, what free agent's really going to sign in, in Cleveland, for example? <laughs> Don't say Cleveland. <laughs> Joakim Noah. Yeah. Yeah, small markets that, right? get yeah. hurt. So Exactly. It so, really is a bigger issue for NBA to, to kind of control because Lakers and Knicks are always going to be in the running and they're always going to be in headlines no matter what. So they have to pay attention to these small market teams and and not find them for sitting Anthony Davis when he's the only asset they they've probably ever had after Chris Paul. Like if he gets hurt, they can't get everything they want in return, and they should be able to because he openly asked for a trade. Mm-hmm. It's not the team's fault. I mean, it's Dell Demp's fault, kind of, for not putting a competent roster around him. But he's gone, so the ownership's moving on from from the Dell Demp's era. I don't know how much Danny Ferry can do because he's got a sorted pass as well. So. I, I, I don't know where the direction of New Orleans is, but at the same time, this could have waited until the summer. Yeah. It could have, yeah. But he wants to make use of his prime years, and he wants to get out of a... What, prime years are going to change in four months, man? Come on. No, but, I mean, you know what could change in four months is him having to go play golf versus having to go play in the playoffs with, with a, arguably one of the greatest players of all time. I mean, if you look at... Like his in L.A. over New Orleans, his once former Twin Tower pal, like Demarcus, didn't get offer sheets from anyone because he was injured. You know, people are saying that there there were offer sheets. He he just called up Golden State because he was fed up with with I, I would assume Dell Demps uh, for not giving him the offer that he sh- that he should have gotten. So Dell Demps has ruined the NBA twice now, and it's it's looking bad on him. Maybe Davis turned him column the worst GM three times. He's ruined yeah. the NBA how many times? So, ultimately, I think this, this became messy, and that's the only thing I'm not a fan of. To answer the question, I, I'm all for player empowerment and, like, all the power to the players. Because the NFL is the, the complete opposite, and we're seeing what's happening with Antonio Brown. Like, the holdout is just nuts, and he's one of the top players in the league. Yeah. But in NBA, like, players take control of their destiny, as they should, but at the same time, do it in a way where it doesn't affect the fans, it doesn't affect the product. Right. And now... He's going to play some games. He's going to be on a minutes restriction. Like, I, I don't know what... Yeah. How do you benefit from that? Yeah, like, what is the team... Like, how how would you feel as a teammate of his? Like, oh, he, he was our leader. We're looking to him. And now, you know, he, he doesn't want to be here. He doesn't want to play with us. Like, is it us? Is it me? Bro, you if know? I'm Solomon like, you know Hill, I mean? I'm taking Anthony Davis to win the game. <laughs> like, for three quarters, sure. If I'm Nikola Mirtich, I'm punching him in the face. <laughs> well, I'm joking. He's down the Bucks now. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I just had to use Nico's oh, name. Oh, is that a Bobby Portis? That's a Bobby yeah, Portis yeah. joke. Got it. They'll, they'll meet again. <laughs> the hand in the, <laughs> the face. Yeah. David Davis. Oh man. So that is a wrap yeah. on this week's episode. We took a little bit of hiatus because of the All Star break, 
but we are uh, back stronger than ever. It's been a year that we've been doing this, boys, so congratulations on Amazing. that. Amazing. anniversary, guys. That's a big deal. And, Thank uh, you to our fans. Yes. Whoever Whoever's <laughs> listening to us, wherever you are, thank you for the questions. Thank you for the support. Go on iTunes, rate, subscribe, whatever. Tell everybody. Because uh, we are always goofing, but also giving you real stories and real stuff to, to listen to. So thank you. Yeah. And I'm going to hand it over to Richard for uh, closing out. All right. That's it for this week's episode of Back to the Basket. Feel free to subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts, be it iTunes, Google Pods, or Spotify. Please get us that blue check mark. Also, engage with us wherever you uh, fight burner accounts on social media. You'll find all of our info in the show notes. And remember, we may have our backs to the basket, but we'll never turn our backs on our fans. Bye. Bye. Peace.